0: Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
2: So this morning, the struggle to keep the lights on. Five states told to prepare for blackouts. A dire warning from the Reserve Bank. Inflation could hit 7% within months. Millions of Australians on low incomes wait to hear if they'll get a pay rise, a decision expected today. A sting at Melbourne Airport, airline crew members caught smuggling cash. And football icon Russell Ebert honoured in the Hall of Fame.
1: This is 7 News with Jodie
2: Spears. Good morning. The East Coast has managed to avoid widespread power outages for a second night in a row after the market operator introduced emergency measures. Power interruptions had been forecast for New South Wales, Queensland, Victoria, South Australia, and Tasmania. They remain a possibility for the rest of the week. Energy companies were threatening to pull supply after their revenue was capped, but the operator forced them to continue pumping out power at a loss. It will hold Key talks with government officials and industry leaders to tackle the issue today. The Governor of the Reserve Bank has predicted inflation will reach 7% before the end of the year, flagging more interest rate hikes are on the way.
1: The peak will be in the December quarter this year, and uh, by the second, uh, by the time we get into the second half next year, inflation will clearly be coming down.
2: It comes after the Australian share market took a dive. Investors fearing a rate hike from the US Central Bank this week could push America into recession. Millions of Australians on low wages are waiting to hear whether they'll be getting a pay rise with the Fair Work Commission to hand down its decision today. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. How much of an increase can we expect?
0: Jodie, good morning. Well, the government have been pushing for an increase in line with inflation, which currently sits at 5.1%. The Fair Work Commission will this morning hand down its annual decision, directly affecting the pay packets of more than a million Australians, with the minimum wage currently sitting at $20.33 an hour. But low-paid workers aren't the only ones in for a pay rise, with politicians, judges and senior public servants getting a two point seven five 5% pay rise the first since the pandemic began taking the base salary for an MP to over $215,000. But today all eyes will be on the fair work decision. A day you would expect to see the treasurer Jim Chalmers front and center, but he's tested positive to COVID. Jody.
2: Okay, Taylor, thank you. Travellers may no longer need to wear masks in airports after the nation's top health officials recommended scrapping the rule. The Australian Australian Health Protection Principal Committee has advised it's no longer proportionate to enforce the mandate. The rule could be dropped as early as Friday at midnight. Masks will still be required on planes. COVID and the flu have exacerbated the public health crisis in New South Wales. According to new data, only a quarter of patients admitted to hospital were transferred out of the emergency department within four hours. Elective surgery wait times have blown out, with one in 10 patients being forced to wait longer than 465 days to go under the knife. And across the country, almost two-thirds of patients with life-threatening conditions like stroke or heart attacks are being forced to wait longer than 15 minutes for an ambulance the AFL integrity unit has grilled star player Bailey Smith over his admission of drug use the 21 year old was questioned after photos and videos emerged of him holding white powder
0: the AFL and he's spoken candidly like he has from the start he's been honest and um, humble and vulnerable and let's see what happens
2: He's expected to receive a two-match ban. The Smith camp wants his honesty taken into account when the AFL decides its penalty. Nine airline crew members have been caught smuggling thousands of dollars in cash during a police sting at Melbourne Airport. The dog squad picked up the scent and the group is accused of laundering $60,000 between them. Officers suspect they were trying to smuggle drug money to cartels overseas. Border force and federal police also stopped a man after finding eight kilos of methamphetamine in his luggage. Disgraced Hey Dad actor Robert Hughes is in the process of being deported to the UK. The 73-year-old was released from Sydney's Long Bay Jail and handed over to Border Force after serving eight years for child sex offences. There's no confirmation yet that he's cleared immigration detention and left the country. When he arrives in the UK, he will have to report his address, his movements and his bank details to local police. An Adelaide court has heard a learner driver zoned out thinking about school when he slammed head-on into another car, killing three people. Ned and Nan Walker died along with their daughter in the horrific crash two years ago. The court was told the teenager, who has autism, wasn't concentrating. But his aunt, who was in the back seat, claims it was the Walker's car that veered onto the wrong side of the road. The trial continues. The damage bill from a blaze which partially destroyed a factory north of Newcastle has been estimated to be around a million dollars. Up to 20 people had to be evacuated as the building went up in flames at around 5.30 yesterday afternoon. An employee was taken to hospital for minor smoke inhalation. The fire is not being treated as suspicious. Social media giant Instagram has announced a series of changes to give the power back to parents. Mums and dads will be able to limit the time their kids spend on the app, see who their followers are and receive notifications about inappropriate behaviour. It follows a leak of internal documents last year which suggested Instagram was affecting the self-esteem of teenage girls. Pregnant women are being warned about taking a popular health supplement promoting gut health. Australian researchers have now linked probiotics to potentially dangerous complications during pregnancy.
1: Weighing just 1,023 grams, only 34 centimetres long, baby Aurelia, born nearly three months premature, her first 76 days spent in the RBWH in intensive and special care.
2: Those first few days and weeks I... Uh, I really, I feel, touch and go.
1: Mum, Melinda Ikitoilangi, was suffering preeclampsia, a high blood pressure condition, potentially life-threatening to mother and baby.
2: A lot of tears were shed. Are we going to lose her? Um, I'd have a miscarriage before her, so I'm like, is this going to happen again?
1: What causes preeclampsia is unknown, but Brisbane researchers believe probiotics, taken in tablet or powder form, could be a trigger. It increases it by about twofold. That was a bit of a scary finding, actually. The theory these high-dose probiotics react differently in a pregnant woman's gut, impacting her overall health. Probiotics are commonly marketed to pregnant women, promising better immunity, even a reduced risk of eczema and gestational diabetes. This groundbreaking research, funded by the RBWH Foundation, is expected to ring alarm bells around the world. If you're pregnant,
0: please eat yogurt and kimchi uh, as, as you do normally. But before you go out to the chemist and buy that bottle of probiotics, talk to your doctor
1: first.
2: Sharon Goodella,
1: 7 News.
2: Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is trading lower this morning. The Nasdaq is also down. In London, the FTSE has fallen 18 points. In Germany's DAX lost ground as well. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 357 points lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng remained steady. The All Lords was down 264 points. The ASX 200 down 246 on the commodities market, gold is trading at 1808 US dollars an ounce, oil is 120 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 68.76 US cents, 92 Japanese yen and a dollar 10 New Zealand. Amber Heard says she stands by every word of the testimony she gave during Johnny Depp's defamation trial. The actress was ordered to pay more than $14 million to her former husband after he successfully sued her. In her first interview since the trial, she is refusing to back down.
1: To my dying day, will stand by every word of my testimony.
2: Let's go live to U.S. Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney in Los Angeles now. Good morning, Ash. She didn't hold back. That's right, Jodie. Good morning. After a jury ruled that Amber Heard had defamed Johnny Depp by claiming that he abused her, she has once again levelled those allegations at him, saying that uh, when you're living in violence, you have to learn to adapt. She admitted that their relationship was toxic and ugly, but she said she was unfairly treated in this trial. It was a tense interview at times. The talk show host Savannah Guthrie pointing out uh, audio tapes that were played to the jury where she she was heard saying that she had instigated fights
1: to my dying day will stand by every word of my testimony we get the concept of free speech from the greeks my understanding of what that means is not just the freedom to speak it's a freedom to speak truth to power the truth is the word yes and that was the issue
2: and that's all i spoke and i spoke it to power and i paid the price there were no major revelations in her interview. She's clearly looking to repair her reputation. Uh, she's been ordered to pay more than ten million dollars to Johnny Depp, money that her lawyers say she cannot afford to pay. They plan to appeal this decision. Jody. Okay, Ash Mulaney in the U.S. Thank you. A controversial flight taking asylum seekers from the U.K. to Rwanda is cleared for takeoff after last-ditch legal appeals failed. It's thought the flight on this aircraft will leave a military base in Wiltshire in coming hours. It's not clear how many asylum seekers will be on board. Originally, the British government had hoped to deport 130 people. The number now may be as low as seven. It's determined to push ahead with the plans despite protests. Fire crews in Arizona are battling several wildfires that have forced thousands of people to evacuate their homes. Two blazes are burning on the outskirts of Flagstaff, prompting the county to declare an emergency. Strong, blustery winds have forced authorities to ground aircraft, while on the ground, hot and dry conditions are making it difficult to gain the upper hand. In the middle of a cost-of-living crunch, Australians are about to spend big on bargains. Shoppers are tipped to drop billions on everything from toys to cars as end-of-financial-year sales offer tempting reasons to spend. Chuck the
0: word sale in a window and shoppers shall come.
2: Accidentally shop and
0: spend all our money. Do the sales suck you in? Oh, of course they do. It's all about how you market, right? From electronics to cars and clothes. Boxing Day and Black Friday tend to get the biggest um, publicity. However, the mid-year sales are just as important. Big W today launched Toy Mania, revealing 2022's top toy trends. The new Jurassic films fueled a plastic dinosaur frenzy and there's buzz around Buzz from the Lightyear movie. Oh! Barbie remains a timeless standout, up there with Hot Wheels and toys from the TV show Bluey. It's also about the big kids, and since COVID, customers are loving getting back into Lego. This Star Wars destroyer is $989, and that's the sale price.
2: Set yourself a firm budget and then stick to it. Don't go over the top on spending because you could come to regret it at the end of sale time.
0: These mid-year sales really pay dividends for the sector. By July 1, it's predicted retailers will pocket close to $9 billion, with 6 million Australians spending around $1,400 each. A remarkable figure in spite of cost of living pressures. It's incredible uh, given where we're at. However, many people are still saying that they've resisted to travel overseas and they're spending that money locally. Like Christmas in July, only a month early. Tom Hartley, 7 News.
1: Planning for your next
0: trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more
2: To sport now, and some of the AFL's biggest names have been honoured at the Hall of Fame. South Australian champion Russell Ebert was elevated to legend status seven months after his death. Eight players had their names added to the Hall of Fame roster, including Games record holder Brent Harvey, Fremantle champion Matthew Pavlich and Indigenous Team of the Century members Nicky Winmar and Bill Dempsey. Carlton's two-time Premiership captain Mike Fitzpatrick, Norwood great Michael Taylor, West Australian champion... Ted Tyson and Tasmania's Terry Cashin were also inducted. Stormford Felice for Kafusi had his dangerous contact fine thrown out at the NRL judiciary. Kafusi successfully overturned the $1,800 fine for elbowing rooster Sam Walker in the face. West Tigers centre Brent Naden accepted his four-game ban for a dangerous tackle on Jake Trebojevic. The Tigers have also granted Luciano Leilua an early release from his contract to join the Cowboys immediately. He may be turning 36 in a few months, but David Warner proved he's as lively as ever. Oh,
0: that's unbelievable! What a catch that is by David Warner!
2: Ashton Agar was as surprised as anyone. Test skipper Pat Cummins went wicketless on his return in the first one day against Sri Lanka. Chasing a rain reduced 282. Glenn Maxwell kept his cool after a mini batting collapse. His unbeaten 80 off 51, leading Australia to a two-wicket win. Champion Australian racehorse Nature Strip has proven why he's the world's best sprinter. On the opening day at Royal Ascot, the Chris Waller-trained gelding surged to victory from a packed field to win the Group 1 King Stand Stakes.
0: Something we'll remember for the rest of our lives, and the, the whole experience is, is something that we'll go back on and say, gee, that's right up there with the very best.
2: It's Australia's first win at Royal Ascot since Black Caviar back in 2012. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough may bring heavy showers, strong winds, and possible storms to southern South Australia, western Victoria, and Tasmania. A trough will cause showers in northwest WA. Onshore winds will bring showers to southeast and northern Queensland and southwest WA. A high is keeping most of the interior settled. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 22 degrees, sunny and 19 in Sydney, morning frost and then partly cloudy in Canberra, heading for a top of 12, showers and 13 in Melbourne, a shower or two, 12 degrees the top in Hobart, Adelaide, showers and 17 degrees, Perth, a shower or two, 20, and mostly sunny in Darwin today with a top of 33 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday.